Barry Winbolt here. Welcome to my podcast, Get a Better Handle on Life. This is all aimed at helping you navigate your way through the demands and stresses which are inevitably part of our lives. In this episode, I'm introducing myself, explaining the general drift of my podcast, what do I mean by getting a better handle on life, for example, and giving you a heads up on some of the topics I'll be covering in coming weeks. And there's one more vital piece of information. One of the difficulties of presenting over the airwaves like this, or I guess it would be more accurate to say the cyber waves, is that I can't see you. My usual way of working has meant that I could see and interact with a live audience. You get a lot of instant feedback that way. So if I wasn't hitting the spot with the person or people I was working with, they'd pretty quickly tell me. Here though, I don't get any feedback, so I have to trust that what I'm delivering is engaging and useful. So the extra vital thing I'm referring to is the hope that you'll engage with me and comment, so that you can help keep me on the straight and narrow as far as your needs and interests are concerned. But first, who am I and what's it all about? In my second career of therapy and psychology, I retrained about 30 years ago now, and I've been working as a brief therapist most of that time. I wore a couple of breaks for family reasons on one occasion, and because I took a proper job on on another occasion. But for the most part, I've run my therapy practice alongside whatever else I was doing, whether it's working for a major company or teaching at university, editing, and so forth. So I describe myself as a writer, therapist, psychologist, coach, if you like. It doesn't really matter. It's all the same set of skills. The key thing is that these skills, in my case, are built on 30 years of experience, a passionate interest. Oh, how I hate that word passionate. It gets overused a bit, doesn't it? But that's what it is, an obsessive interest in the subjects I'm talking about. An overriding idea that's guided me all the way through my professional life, in this sector of my life at least, is that we're actually, as human beings, we're far more able and resilient than we generally give ourselves for, and often that other professions give us credit for. For example, if you suffer from depression or anxiety or any of the other things that people complain about so commonly, and when I say complain, that people suffer with is what I'm really talking about. There's so much of this sort of thing about these days. And it really saddens me when I hear family members saying things like, well, I'd like to help, but I'm really not qualified. And my response to that is, since when were you not qualified to be a human being? Since when were you not qualified to reach out and give support and so forth? Now, I think psychology is partly to blame for that because we've created this kind of aura, this special domain where anything above the neck, anything that happens in the head, and increasingly anything that happens in the rest of the body now as well, if it's troublesome, it's a specialist domain. You have to go to a professional. And I don't agree with that. Yes, I'm a professional myself, and I think it's very important to have a good range of people out there, psychologists, psychotherapists, psychiatrists, and all sorts of psyche people who can help you. But also, there's an army of mental health nurses, care workers, volunteers, but there still are not enough to go around. So, 
My driving mission, if you like, for many years has been to say to people, there's a lot you can do for yourself. I'm not saying don't seek help. Know when to go and seek help. But for example, if you're depressed, probably going to the doctor is not a good place to go as a first stop. And this is not knocking general practitioners. But the clue is in that word general. You need a specialist if you're suffering from depression. And depression is eminently treatable. Unfortunately, if you go into the medical arena, you get a medical solution. Why wouldn't you? That's what they do. There's nothing wrong with that. And indeed, antidepressants are really helpful. But they're not the only solution. And there are so few resources out there for people to be referred to reliably. Then you have to rely more on your own resources. And this is going to become ever more the case. And in the current situation, in the middle of COVID epidemic, or pandemic as it's now being called, we, we are going to have to rely on ourselves far more than we have done. So my job, as I see it, my purpose in life is to put information out. I see myself a bit like a kind of a journalist in a way in that I gather, collate, understand, read the material, and I then package it. And this is what I've been doing for a long time. I then package it in a way that people can understand it and make it useful to them as well, by the way. In case you think I'm blowing my own trumpet a bit, actually, I've been very, very fortunate because I've worked with literally hundreds of thousand people through my seminars and conferences and various other workshops that I've run for, well, let's see, over 25 years now. That's a lot of exposure to a lot of people and a lot of feedback. So that did huge things for my confidence in my field, taught me when I was going wrong, taught me when I needed to investigate something further and become a bit more knowledgeable, told me when to keep my mouth shut and not to spout off some theory which I wasn't sure of. It's been a two-way process with the people I've been speaking to and people who've been kind enough and engaging enough to attend my event. And it's been a lot of fun, a huge amount of fun. I'm also a parent. I've also been married more than once. So I've got those experiences which come into the mix. And this is what my clients tell me, that they like to have a conversation with somebody who is a real human being, not somebody who hides behind, uh, oh, counsellors can't tell you anything about themselves. Or, you know, in my therapy room, we have conversations and somehow magically transformation happens. And for every client who feels their life improves, I can say that mine improves as well because it's a reciprocal process. I think I'm incredibly lucky that I get as much back as I give. Most of them don't know that, but I really love the work. So life, its experiences, accidents, successes, failures, they're all etched into my craggy features. And that's what I bring to this podcast. And the final thing that I said, the vital point that I wanted to mention was that I'd like you to test that. Send me questions, send me your ideas, interact with me, make a comment. Because the only thing that will tell you if this is any good is your own judgment. So I'd be really grateful for a little bit of feedback. I can't see you. I know you're very attractive and very intelligent. That goes without saying. 
But I have to take that on trust. What I'd really like is the odd comment, bit of feedback. I'll tell you how to do that shortly so that you keep me informed and keep me on track. And if there is something you really want to hear about or something you're struggling with or something that you just want to know more about, for example, yesterday I had a phone call from somebody who's writing their university dissertation. And uh, this is a mature student who said to me that uh, they'd found something in the library and they came across my name and they wondered if I could contribute something by way of uh, telling them something I'd written or clarifying a point. Now, I love that sort of interaction. The conversation lasted five or ten minutes and it followed with an email and I'm about to respond to that email with some suggestions for this person. So it's not all about being broken or having something wrong or facing a life challenge. It's about this subject of human well-being, about us, our humanity, and how do we become better as humans at what we do, as individual humans, I mean, not collectively, we can't be responsible for that. But each one of us can contribute our own small part. And that small part starts with making ourselves something we are proud of. And that's where somebody like me comes in. So over to you to judge as we go through these podcast episodes. I hope you'll subscribe. hope you'll sign up. You could also take a look on my website and get an idea through my blog of the sorts of topics I cover. Briefly, I'll say I'm covering a range of any of the troubles that's, that, that bother people, mental health issues and so forth, everything from perhaps not sleeping too well, right up to post-traumatic stress at the other end of the spectrum, bereavement, resilience, relationships, conflict and disagreements, and also maybe a few observations and some daft ideas. And I hope when I get more used to this medium, perhaps a bit more humour too. So that's me and that's my podcast introduction. I'd like to thank you very much for your engagement this far. I, I'm particularly grateful that you've taken the trouble to seek out this podcast. Maybe it was partly curiosity. That should have been curiosity. But perhaps also there's something you need, something which will help you get a better handle on life. At least that's what I'm hoping for. Send me your comments, please. Mention any topics that you'd like to see explored and you'll help me in preparing my podcast episodes. So that's it from me today. Thank you very much for paying attention. I'm really excited that you've come here to listen to me. And I'm particularly excited about this medium because talking is what I do. And I'm very grateful to have an audience. So I'm grateful to you for coming along. All the best. See you in the next episode, I hope.